0: This is episode 236 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Ethan Stanislawski, Plus, video game journalist Roy Bluff stops by. All of this and Jungle Juice, only on Bleak and Review! Happy April Fool's Day! I'm pregnant! Ah ha 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 ha! Ah 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 ah! Yes, it's me, the least funny person you went to high school with on Facebook. How's it going? <laughs> April Fool's Day was yesterday. Today is April 2nd on the day this comes out. So this joke isn't even worth it. I'm Kevin Anderson. This is the Bleak and Review podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Do you still have people popping up on your uh, social media feeds like that? People from your past that like you haven't talked to in a very long time. But when you see glimpses into their lives whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, you're like, wow, you are basic. I'm pregnant. Ha. April fools. I can't have children. I'm broken. (laughs) That would be funny. That would be funny. That would be a good April fools tag to that classic bit. You go like, sorry, April fools, everybody. My womb is dry. And that's just a, you know, classic piece of comedy, you know, infertility. And somebody, uh, from my past recently add me on Facebook after like not having talked to them, not even like even beyond high school, I feel like maybe a little bit in high school, but like we weren't even close then. We just kind of knew each other. We were like 13, 14. They sent me a friend request because I commented on a mutual friends thing. Like, what do you want to get out of this? Like, sure, I'll accept. I don't know. I mean, you haven't said anything crazy yet, so we'll see how you turned out. It is kind of weird, though. I'm not I'm not somebody who talks about high school a lot, but I do have some stories from then that are interesting. So occasionally I talk about high school. But I I did think about this recently about like how people that I was like intimidated by in high school or was like, man, I wish I could if I could only be as cool as them. And they either go one, they go three. I think there's three main groups of people, three categories that I would uh, ascribe to my graduating class of 2008 The first category is, like, they're cool. They ended up fine. They're, like, into progressive politics and doing cool shit. Like, there's a handful of people like that out there that I'm still friends with on social media. You know, we don't really talk, but I don't mind having them in my sphere. Then there's people who got, like, super adult super fast, which is, like, cool. But I also don't envy that life. Like, I see people who are, like, married with kids and they're 30. And, like, that's not a big deal. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be married and have kids at 30. But I just think of like how fast they did it and like sometimes they're married to other people from high school. And I guess, you know, I guess you can fall in love in high school and have that work out in your whole life. It just doesn't – I guess I'm just imprinting who I was in high school. It's like, oh, any choice I made back then, there's no way it would have carried even into my mid-20s. <laughs> it was all – I was a psychopath. I was an idiot. But You know, some people might have got their shit figured out before that. But I'm just like, oh, look at you with your real estate license and your husband and government or whatever and that's fine. And then there's ones that uh really really just kind of was to say life hasn't been kind to them, <laughs> or at least my perception of life. And maybe this is a very elitist thing to say, but I don't know. It's just interesting when somebody that like either used to bully you or used to just be like never give you the time of day, like not even like saying like, "Oh, girls didn't like me." You just like people that didn't even consider you on their fucking level and like Would never be like, I don't associate with that person. I'm part of the cool folks. I'm the cool boys. And then you see that they ain't doing shit. They're working at a Jiffy Lube or something. And they got like three kids and a divorce. And you're just like, ha ha, I knew it. I knew you sucked. And I knew that something would happen eventually to make you regret being rude to everybody in your life. I don't know what this intro is. Hi. This is what happens when you don't write your content and you just go off the top. Sometimes you talk about high school for five minutes. And listeners are like, hmm, Kevin seems to think about high school a lot. I wonder if he's doing okay. And I am. Thank you for asking and being concerned. I'm not vaccinated yet. That's unfortunate. A lot of people I know have gotten vaccinated, which is great. I'm happy that people are getting them. Doesn't seem to be any uh, terrible ramifications so far from the Pfizer vaccine. That uh, people are getting here in L.A. and all over the country. You know, other than like the regular side effects of like, my arm hurts. Which, you know, that's going to happen. But nobody's like grown an extra limbs or teeth in their ass or whatever. So that's good. I just, I, didn't, I haven't gotten it yet because I'm like terrified of lying to the government. Because <laughs> I'm not eligible for the current phases. Uh, I'm not an emergency care worker. I'm not over 50. I'm not... Uh, essential worker I you know I don't I, the, all the things all the categories that you can be but then I talk to my friends who have gotten vaccinated who aren't in those categories as well and I'm like how did you uh how'd you do it and they go Oh, just lie tell them this and they give you like the thing they did but I'm still like they're gonna find out and they're gonna get me also I like don't go anywhere and shit anyway so like I'm not like itching for a vaccine my mom's been vaccinated her boyfriend's been vaccinated like so when I visit them Later this month, like, that'll be fine. But yeah, it feels like the only way to get the vaccine right now and what everybody seems to be doing that isn't in those categories is just lie to the government. And, like, I'm totally into that in theory. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the government, Uh, (laughs) as you may know if you've listened to this show before. But uh, I also just... I, I just panic about that stuff. I get I get in my head that they're gonna like know that I am specifically the one person who's lying and they're gonna come fucking bash down my door and hit me with all the fucking all the all the bad stuff. It's like in a similar sense, I this week remembered a thing that I knew would catch up to me and I forgot about it anyway, which is that I postponed <laughs> jury duty back in September of 2020 until the end of March 2021 and I knew I would forget about it and I did. And I didn't get the email until way later. Uh, well, I got it the day I was supposed to get it. Like, hey, you're supposed to check in on the week of the 29th. And I was like, oh, sure, I could do that. But then it was like already the 31st. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, they're going to come get me. Like immediately went into panic mode. Like, there's is there a warrant out for my arrest? I didn't do my civic duty. But also like the email was just like check the online portal to see if you have to report. I can't postpone it again. I already tried. Trust me. But I I do have that fear of, like, I mean, people must miss these emails all the time. You know, you give the government your fucking burner email address, not the real one. You You give them the one that has all the fucking spam shit that goes to it every day. So you have to sift through 500 emails to get to one thing that you're interested in. People must miss these jury duty appointments all the time. And they're not all being arrested. So, like, what am I worried about? But then again, you know, what am I worried about is... The mentality of the complacent white man in America, because it's not happening to you. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this bit is. So I'm looking forward to the day that I may have to report to jury duty. Haven't had to do that since, probably since I was like 19 or 20 years old, about in 2009, 2010, something like that, which I did have to go sit in a courtroom and uh, wait around all day to see if I was going to be made, like selected by the defense or the prosecution and I quickly – I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before. I probably have, but who could care? I just – I knew I wasn't – I was going to try really hard to get myself thrown off the jury because it was – you know, I i, I got a, I got a fucking party, dude. I, got, I don't want to waste my time, dude. I'm young. I'm 20. I got stuff to do. I have too many responsibilities. I'm 20. Like, fucking had no reason to not be there. But also, like, do you want a 20-year-old kid on your fucking jury? some 20 year old white kid who like just started experiencing life outside of his hometown and is like learning about the world you're going to sit him down and be like you yeah, this fa- the fate of this person's hands is in your is in your is in your lap sir guy who's clearly hungover and has a fucking thrasher t-shirt on showing up like i don't think I should be on the jury cuz um My girlfriend says juries cause autism, and she's usually right about most stuff. She got tickets to see Franz Ferdinand, and Death Cab for Cutie was opening for him. And I was like, I don't want to see Death Cab for Cutie. They're, like, weak. And she's like, no, you probably like a few of their songs. And you know what? I did. And so, like, she knows what she's talking about. I like that my roommate slammed his door right when I finished doing that terrible character because it was almost like, whatever this is, I don't really know. I'm not here for it. And he's right. Shout out to Richard Park, everybody. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, last last time I did jury duty, I got myself dismissed by basically just listing crimes that had happened to me on, like, the questionnaire that they give you at the beginning. Uh, They're like, have you ever been a victim of a crime? And I was like, I pulled out some real ones, you know, like uh, me and my friends got jumped when I was a young lad, when I was, like, 15. And my car had been broken into before and things like that. So I just listed all these things, which, like, yeah, these are factual things. They would never actually influence my decision in a case, because like I'm not like triggered by the fact that somebody took a fucking iPod adapter out of my car, my Nissan Sentra, my '94 Nissan Sentra. <laughs> Which, if you're gonna break into a car, why is it that one? That's ridiculous. But like, you didn't. I didn't want to do jury duty, so I was just like, yeah, I don't know if I can be impartial. I want to go home and smoke a weed. And again, I mean, anyone who's trying to get themselves thrown off jury duty that hard probably shouldn't be on the jury. But then again, you think about who's. Not trying to get thrown. Off. I don't know the people that actually get jury duty. You want to you want to believe that it's uh, the best of the cream of the crop, and it's like a really impartial, uh, balanced juries to like actually uphold the justice system. But there's a, an old, uh, what is it? Old, I think it's Dave Barry, maybe. Jesus, this is a poll, but I think it was a quote of uh, "You have the right to a trial uh, and a jury of twelve of your peers who are too stupid to get out of jury duty." <laughs> Like I don't believe that person like necessarily, but I think there is some truth to that. And that's kind of scary. It's like I think a lot of people actively avoid doing shit like I like I'm currently talking about doing. Like I don't wanna do it. It's gonna fuck up my work week. It's gonna fuck up my recording schedule. And it's like these are things that I care about. But then I'm like, oh, but what about this potentially wrongfully incriminated person who could go to jail for a long time, uh, and you could be a part of that, you could help prevent that. You know, if you go to the mat for somebody after hearing the evidence and the uh, testimonials and whatnot, you could actually make that change in somebody's life. But your own personal bullshit gets in the way, and you're like, no, I don't even know that guy. And like, he's probably guilty. Like, start rationalizing it in your head or whatever. A lot of reasons, a lot of reasons to take jury duty, not a lot of reasons to abandon it in a real way, unless actually, like, severely impacts your life financially. But then again, aren't they supposed to pay you for that, if that's the case? See, I don't know these things, and I'm talking like I know stuff. (laughs) Again, this is what happens when you don't write your intros, and you just wing it, baby. But I think people should take jury duty. Take jury duty if you can. And if the trial seems stupid, or, like, open and shut case, or, like, something that's, like, not a real crime, like, if you get assigned to, like, a, a possession of drugs case or something you should take jury duty for sure because fuck that anything anything drug related if it's just drugs it's not like this person had drugs and also killed somebody if it's if it's just like this guy had drugs and we want to hurt him for it fucking nah just just fucking say not guilty. That's a good way that's a good way to uh upset the balance I think. Or just avoid jury duty and you won't have to think about things like this. And you can go back to doing what I do which is record podcasts, be white and uh, just let it all hang loose, baby. I don't know. <laughs> don't know if that's the exact, uh, I don't know if that's the exact headspace I want to leave this intro in, but we're about time. so we're gonna do it. We're gonna stop there and we're gonna get into this episode, which is a fun one. Dear friend of the show, Ethan Stanislawski returns. We have a nice chat about balancing a comedy career with a holy shit, I need to pay rent career and many other things. Ethan's a good... He's... You know Ethan. He's been on this show a bunch. He's been on the Unpops Network at large many times. He's even been on my friggin' Patreon show recently, Fun Hinged, with me and Hollis Black. We did an episode on the film The Poughkeepsie Tapes with Ethan. So if you like him here, go listen to him there. And then a little later in the show, we've got a first-time guest on the show. A lot of first-timers lately. It's been fun. We've got... a. Uh, Roy Bluff, who is a video game journalist, a video essayist, actually, a video essayist for video games. It's kind of a niche genre on, uh, on the internet, but maybe some of you have heard of it, and if you haven't, you're going to learn a lot about it, sort of, with Roy Bluff. And with that being said, let's get into it. Episode 236 of Bleak and Review, with Ethan Stanislawski and Roy Bluff, after this... <music> back here on Bleak and Review. I remain, of course, your intrepid host with the intrepid most, Kevin Anderson, joining me today on the podcast. Longtime friend of the show, certainly. Comedian in his own right. Host of the On Hiatus. You don't even like... No, that's a different podcast. Your team sucks podcast. My team sucks. My team sucks. You know, let's take it again. Let's, Let's take it all over again. But we're leaving this part in. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm bad at podcasting. This is Bleak and Review. And joining me today is... A dear friend of the show, whose podcast I love and would never forget the name of, <laughs> uh, of course, comedian, host of My Team Sucks, and all around Jewish person, Ethan Staszewski is here. Hello, Ethan.
1: You know what? I, I don't. I was. I was hesitant to make this joke. But uh, when you when you got all uppity about everything uh, between your team sucks and my team sucks, I'm like, wow! On International Trans Visibility Day, you fucked up my podcast pronoun. There you go. <laughs>
0: and-, and, and that is and that is the uh, big uh, uh, message we want to get across in this episode is that two days ago on the episode this comes out, uh, it was International Trans Visibility Day, and white men still have it worse. Uh, so- <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Ethan, thank you so much for being here. Of course, it's always good to you. see you, buddy. Uh, I know that uh, your podcast is currently on hiatus, but does your team still suck?
1: Uh, I mean... Who is your since team? I, rec- I have many. Um, since I last recorded that podcast, which was at the end of last year, 2020, uh, two of my teams have proven to suck very frustratingly. Um... Two of them are doing all right, uh, promising. One's at the equilibrium level suck, but there's hope. And then opening day of baseball season is tomorrow. So I don't know. Maybe they'll suck. Maybe they won't. We'll find out.
0: There's there's a little bit
1: of hope in the suck. Yeah. That sounds what, – what is that? Okay. Okay, let's break that down. <laughs> let's break it uh, down. Let's break it hope, down now, y'all. to the suck. Whose album is that? Uh, little hope in the suck uh
0: i feel like that's definitely a Marilyn manson album
1: (laughs) oh problematic but i'll I'll oh right
0: (laughs) right he's he's awful now huh yeah well he's always been awful
1: yeah
0: but we found out recently like some more concrete evidence that he sucks right
1: right that's the thing though a lot of the that's like i always wonder people when we find out they suck like because some people know ahead of time that they suck, and some people don't know. Right. It's always like this weird thing, it was like, was I supposed to know that this person sucks, or was it like was Am I, I a bad
0: am I a bad person for not being aware that they sucked before the big news?
1: Right, like for instance, like I've known that there's been pro- a lot of problems with Josh Whedon for years, but the stuff that came out this year sort of pushed it over the edge into like, oh, this is unacceptable. But like Marilyn Manson, I was not aware of anything to note that like he was a problematic person. I I that was something I mean, I'm not I'm more aware of the work of Joss Whedon than Marilyn Manson, honestly. Sure, yeah. But it's just like, oh, okay, I didn't know that, but now I know that. But it's sort of like but people I know are like, He, we've known each stuff for years, now it's just coming out. I'm like, Well, I, I just didn't, and it's not because I was denying it, it's just, right. it just was like ignorant. It's yeah.
0: kind of like it's kind of like how uh, a lot of comedy people in L.A. especially uh, knew about like how shitty Louis C.K. was before the general public did, and it's like, and then you kind of start feeling like a cancel hipster where you're like, oh, you just found out that Louis jacked off in front of an intern, like, ha, uh, uh, I bet, I bet you just got into uh, 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 the Black Keys too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't think of any band. I couldn't think of a yeah. band. That's
1: uh, that, that's a good band though, because they were a band that was around for a decade before they really hit mainstreams. That's a, that's a quality band. Modest mouse would have been another one to use, but you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, uh, you
0: probably just found out about good news for people who love bad news. Uh, I've been on that Bukowski, the track, not the author, uh, for a while now.
1: (laughs) Also, I feel like, but with awful, but, but that, but with awful people, (laughs) but
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, I, will. I also feel like you're probably in the same camp as me on this where Marilyn Manson was one of those ones where I also not super familiar with his work I knew about a couple of his songs in the 90s or whatever but I never gave a shit but when it came out that like he had a fucked up relationship with uh what's her name from the movie poster behind me, uh, <laughs> uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, I As soon as I heard that, I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. And I didn't really think anything of it. Like Sometimes you're like, whoa, I can't believe that the person that did all these things that I care about was bad. And then other times I'm like, 100%, that makes sense. And obviously, and yeah, let's move on to the next thing.
1: Well, there there's sort of two ways. Uh, I don't know which is worse, but like, there's, a, like, you know, the way where, like, oh, this person was work was so not that, and it feels like a betrayal that this person was an asshole because their work was, like, woke and, for or at least for its time, woke and, like, progressive and things like that. Right, like Louis Like Louie or Joss Whedon is another one, or even Woody Allen. Like, he did amazing female characters. In his yeah,
0: he just, all of his 17-year-old female characters are really. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: but, like, that's, I mean,
0: fair. But I, know also, what you, no, I know what you mean. I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's also, but then there's people like, like, uh, Warren Ellis, the comic writer, or John Kay, who did Ren and Sippy who did weird, like, gross yeah. work. And then it's like, oh, that tracks. So it, it's, it, I don't know if, if that makes a difference. I don't think it does because it's the action, not, it's not really it's the work. Yeah. But, it's, but it is sort of just as a, as a consumer of art, it is sort of like, which is more, I, I feel like I'm, more upset when someone who is whose work is not that turns out to be that But yeah. at the same time it like after you realize that it doesn't really matter but it is fr- it, it feels more frustrating in those cases It is, it's weird especially like
0: you can't really ever guess like there's no way to get like in some cases like Marilyn Manson or like John Kay or whatever their work is like, okay, this guy's kind of weird. Or like TJ Miller. Like he's always been yeah. fucking crazy and stuff. And then you yeah. find out that he sent in bombs. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 Oh, well, Chris D'Elia basically outed himself in his act of yeah. like, like <laughs> he pretty much told on himself. Yeah, uh, he's the
1: most latent, like, yeah, I am this, and then turns out I am this. It's just like, yeah. But yeah.
0: whereas, like, like, whereas like sometimes people who have some of the most like uh fucking wild ass, like offensive, edgy content, like like for example, like Director that we've talked about on uh, my other podcast, Fun Hinge, Sion Sono, uh, who made Suicide Club, and eventually the we're going to watch the goddamn movie that's four hours long for the podcast. Uh, but like, he makes these crazy movies with like a lot of weird stuff and a lot of like young girls in it and like it, it, all this stuff. But like, you never hear anything about that. And you just be like, oh, that's somebody that knows how to be like an edgy artist without being a shitty person. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? I feel
1: like the people I respect the most. Yeah, I feel like the people. I don't know if I respect them the most, or it's just something I. Maybe it's because I kind of have a sort of energy on stage that uh, is not what I necessarily am off stage. Uh, where I feel like, oh, if you are a lunatic on stage, but then like I can have a conversation with you off stage. That's kind of like that's nice. I like yeah. that. Where it's like you have that energy. I feel like Eric Andre is kind of that way. Where it's yes. just like where it's just like on stage you are whatever the fuck you are, but then like in interviews you can
0: be reasonable. Um, I've heard Eric Andre described as a chaos heart, and I think that's the best way to describe people okay. like that. You
1: Oh, here we go. A, I've never met Eric Andre, but I have a very fun Eric Andre story. Um, ooh, I, okay. I, let's let's get I, into it.
0: This is, uh, of course, and this is a segment we do every week on Bleak and Review, which is uh, Celeb Goss with Ethan Sloss. So, uh, we shortened <laughs> The
1: end of the episode right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Sloss. So this story is about ten years old, but back in the day, I was doing comedy in New York and also going on OK it dates. Yes, going on OK keep it dates that were mostly disappointing, but you know that's sure. OK keep it for you. Um, but uh, I uh, was going on the date with this girl. She was nice enough, you know. Didn't work. It wasn't going to go places, but it was like very pleasant person. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, you're a comedian. You know, I was this Eric Andre's roommate for like five years." Uh, I'm like, well, oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, what was he like? It's like, yeah, we got along all right. And I'm like, all right, that's five years. You say, yeah, we got along all right. That's the summary of it. I'm, I kind of wanted more dirt, but it was like, fine. Like I said, fine date didn't go anywhere. Seemed like everything was pleasant. Pretty uh, good with the despite the absence of a nut. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just trying to make sure this is a comedy podcast. So, yeah, so, that's you know, fair. I jump in, I jump in, I say my bullshit. I let you tell good stories. It's a great, right. it's great for me. It's great for everybody.
1: So anyway, back to my fucking story. <laughs> uh, so like I said, date didn't go anywhere, but it was fine. Uh, back a month later, um, one of my my friend Ryan, who's like one of my best friends in the world, and we met in the New York comedy scene, uh, said, texted me, I was like, "Yeah, I just wanted this date with Eric Andre's former roommate." Uh, and I'm like, yeah, we probably we just went on the date with uh, a month apart with the same same so young she, lady. She's
0: telling everybody she used to live with. Right. Eric Andre. And then another
1: about a month or two later, another friend of ours, we were hanging out. Hey, what's up? Uh, I forget what his name was or I forget who it was. It was like, hey, what's up? Uh, yeah. I just went on this date with Eric Andre's former roommate. So it was just like three people in the same circle went on one date with the same ex roommate of Eric Andre.
0: And none of them. stuck. None of them stuck. It sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think Do you think it's because she was so used to the energy of Eric Andre that anyone who failed to hit that level of insanity just didn't do it for her?
1: I don't know. I That's mean, probably I'm, what it is. Let's move it's on. Just, no. <laughs> it, just, it was just weird that like, you, you know, I, I guess if you're not a comedian, you don't sort of know how small the community is. But it's just like, yeah, we're all like oh, doing open mics at the same places. We all know each other and we're all like, you know. To we've some all said Starfuckers. not've
0: all we've like, all given Rick Shapiro a ride to the 101 cafe in Hollywood at 11 <laughs> p.m because we thought that that was a credit. We've all been there.
1: Sure. okay. Uh, I have not. I feel, <laughs> I feel superior now I don't give a. shit. No, you I, are I, better.
0: I, you are better. that's true. Assert dominance. Yeah. Yes, I will do that. That's so what anyway, all of Eric Andre's former roommates like. So anyway, what I'm the
1: host of Blake and Review now.
0: Uh... <laughs> no, please. I'm so tired. Just
1: do it. <laughs> no, tell me more. Tell me more. I mean, that's the end of the story. Uh, it was just. <laughs> so, hey, you stopped my
0: riff to go back into nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so I guess what I was saying is just that Chaos Heart is what I would describe a performer like Eric Andre or like a Mikey McKernan or that's a more local reference but like people that are absolute nutcases like when they're doing their art but they also have a good soul and they're not absolute nutcases off the stage and like that's that's I feel like uh, like you got to watch out for the ones who aren't like that the people that sometimes are too poised and uh Confident and suave and stuff and like normal, like grounded. Like, okay, you're hiding something.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you're if you're talking to me just when we're hanging out, like you're giving an interview, uh, that's like one of the biggest red flags for me. It's like I'm not. I'm just trying to talk to you like a human being. I'm not trying to like interview you or like get you up. to – But it's like, oh hi, how's it going? Like that fake that fake thing. Oof. If you're openly that, um, yeah. then I will then I will have some problem. I also feel like maybe just because I've been doing comedy so long, I can, maybe at this point, I mean, I've I've been wrong several times before, so I could be full shit, but I have a six sort of like, feel like I have a sixth sense where someone is not fully a good person. They're like, Oh, like this person seems a little off. Um, I feel like I wasn't that in the beginning of comedy. And now I'm like, Oh, this person's off. I'm going to keep my distance. And then that, ha- that proves to be right uh, more often than not. More You've literally
0: than- just, the last minute or two of you talking has just uh, been a list of reasons I'm excited to not go back to hosting an open mic after the pandemic's uh, over. <laughs> like, because I yeah. know exactly what you mean. Like, that shit of like, when when you're the host and you have to de- deal with like 50 or so comics every Tuesday, like I was doing. And like, you, you have to treat everyone with a sense of, you know, uh, formality and, and kindness and stuff to keep the show moving. But you start clocking that shit of like, No, this is a person I actually like, and they seem like a genuine, even if they're like the worst comic in the world, like they go up and just eat shit for five minutes every time and they don't seem to be getting better. But I can still clock whether they're like a good person versus someone who might be killing, but also treats me like I'm not actually a person, but like goes through the motions of, of. Uh, you know, surface value interactions of like, oh yeah, what's up, man? So like, I'm up in a couple cool, yeah, what's up? This is a cool room you got, like, blah 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 blah. And then like, but then you you yeah. just they just like disappear, and you never really get a sense. And then you find out oftentimes you find out that I don't know they were in somebody's DMs in a not cool way or whatever it is. You yeah.
1: Know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's that's just the list. That's the list I'm keeping of reasons to not go back to the open mic.
1: Yeah, I will say though, like. I, and I kind of feel like this because I have barely done any stand-up in the pandemic. Um, yeah, I've done a few Zoom shows, not done any outdoor shows. It was actually no. funny. I was taking a, a lengthy walk and um, uh, a while back, and I was passing by a restaurant, and I ran into uh, one of the kind of comics we were talking about, who's just at this outdoor name restaurant. names. Nah, it's not. We'll save
0: it. it for Patreon only. I'll cut this out in the regular feed, but we'll say nah, it. no. no, no. Was, we we'll talk it was, after. But
1: he was like, yeah, you should do this. I'm, I've been doing all these outdoor shows. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel safe doing them. It's like, what? That's fucking bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. And I'm like, bye. And it's like, <laughs> normally, yes. normally I would be like, all right, we've gotten along. I'll just be pleasant and walk away. I'm like, yeah, anyway, have a good day. I just – I didn't say you're fu- – I didn't go fuck you. I just went, yeah, just bye. And I didn't. I clearly indicated whether or not he recognized it that I'm not interested in continuing this conversation.
0: Yeah. It's a, that's another skill that I've definitely developed uh, and it's a lot easier to use when you are hosting a mic. Cause you gotta be, a, whenever somebody hits you with that shit where you just want to detach, you just go, Oh, I got to go back in and check on the room. And so you can just walk away from any conversation. It's amazing. Yeah. It's harder to get into that outside of that. So I will miss that. Uh, but I, I find, I'm curious if you feel the same way, cause I feel like zoom shows are fine, whatever. I've done a couple as well. They've been fun. Uh, but I've noticed a thing of like anyone I've seen really, really pushing like the return to comedy, especially in LA, where we do not have shit under control. If you're in a different city where it's more under control, I don't care as much. I, but feel, like,
1: like, I feel like anywhere it's it's I, I mean I don't know. I, I'm also it's strange to, to me fair. that there's such
0: a force they're forcing it to happen so much. Where it's like, what are you really? What is anybody really getting out of an outdoor show? I'm sure there's good ones, but like everything that I hear yeah. about them is that they're not
1: really much. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, though, we're not making our living off of stand-up comedy. If your livelihood is stand-up comedy, then any means you that's can true. get – So that's sort of where I'm like, all right, I'll allow this. And I do – the thing that the pandemic has done, because I wasn't doing as much stand-up before the pandemic. It's made me miss stand-up. It's made me miss, like, the process of it. Uh, and I, I'm like you know, – I've been doing it for a decade. I remember – I mean, I'm 34 now. It's 2021. I started doing stand-up when I was 23. Weird, weird flex, but okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm an age and this is a year. Very good. Uh, um, Yeah, but I started doing stand-up when I was 23 in 2010 and I sort of actually coming up on my 11th anniversary doing stand-up. But it was the kind of thing where I remember when I started, I was like, you know, I'm going to give myself 10 years and I'll, you know, I got to give it a good amount of time. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking go for it. And if after 10 years, it's not going the way I want, uh, then I may sort of, Pivot and see what else, what the next stage of my life was. But I said that when I was twenty three, and then and- your ten
0: years happened in the wor- the worst year for stand up in general. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so I, I I made it to the end of comedy was my tweet at the time. <laughs> like, I I've, I have completed comedy, um, but it's it's you know it's not something that's easy to quit. I mean you know, I have other things I'm working on. I've been writing. I have like some work stuff, some business stuff I'm pursuing. Um, so I'm not, but I'm still like writing. We read a you were in a. did a pilot read of a script I wrote. That was very fun. That was very
0: fun. And thank you for having me, by the way. Of course. Uh, But I wanted, uh, this is actually something I wanted to ask you specifically about. And I like that 20 minutes in almost, we're getting to my pre-planned interview question for you, but you kind of touched on it. uh, So it's natural, especially with me saying that it's natural, but uh, you're kind of like me in the sense that um, we both, uh, as long as I've known you at least, which has been what seven years now, something like that. that. Uh, Yeah. As long as I've known you you've always been a dude that's like working on your art stuff your your stand up your writing sketch stuff whatever it is but also grinding out a full time like job and like doing it well like a job that like like a salaried job like you've yeah. been you've been able to balance those things and I have that's like kind of how I've lived in LA the whole time I've been here for the last 8 years and I find that do you find that that is how do you? Okay, I guess I'm asking this because I feel burnt out lately. I've been feeling really burnt out on trying to do everything I want to do all the time. What is like? How I'm trying to phrase this right. I know this is my pre-planned question, and I can't phrase it right. That's good, right? Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> just that's like, good. do you? How do you? manage to both excel at uh, to the point where you're not getting fired you know what i mean like when i say excel i mean you are staying afloat at your corporate job in the shaky corporate landscape that is la fucking office work which is what we do essentially or tech work yeah and and like how do you manage to stay afloat while having the energy to be creative
1: well i will say this um you you are very flattering there, but it is the kind of thing where there have been stretches, like months long stretches, in those seven years I've known you where I've not been working, where I've like uh, two times in LA I've or actually Jesus three times I have quit a uh, well decent or decent to well paying job for a comedy project that sort of went, didn't go the way I wanted it to. Right. Um, and during the I mean one time I got a job right after that right away, but the two stretches where I was out of work for a extended period of time I wanted to die. Like it was the kind of thing where, and that, you know, uh, that is, it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm out of money. I'm losing my mind. I'm never going to get work again. What the fuck's going on? And my stable stretches, even though, you know, there's been ups and downs, some jobs have sucked more than others, but, um, but my stretches of stability have been when I'm working at a job. So, you know, say what you will, dude's got to fucking eat. Like, you know, you got to eat, you've got to pay rent. You've got, so it's like, if I'm not, I'm feel like I'm in a better place because I'm not freaking out about that shit when I am working. So, right, yeah. And I, so you, know.
0: you were raised probably like I was with the vaguely. I not I don't want to say conservative value, but like it's definitely a bootstrappy mentality of like the one thing that was mostly imparted on me from my father, uh, God rest his soul. Uh, and I believe in God now. It's my new canon. Um, <laughs> uh, but the thing was like always have. A backup source of income at all times like do the things you want to do but never like take that leap of faith and go for it especially in LA because like you just you don't know what's going to happen and so I always have that kind of fear in my head of like if I were to quit my current job and try to make a living doing comedy I mean right now it's crazy because there's not even stand up and stuff and I I have limited patreon income that could help me out in the stretches so it'd be like it's not sustainable but it's a thing of like i've always had a safety net i've never even like i've always had i've been pretty much consistently employed since 2013 and when i was younger when i was younger as a 23 strapping 23 year old i could manage it a lot worse or a lot better because i was just you know going crazy and like staying out till like 4am and then not getting sleep and then working at six. And there's like being drunk at work and nobody cared. But like, now that I'm like an adult quote unquote, I find it harder and harder to justify that kind of behavior. And I'm like, how long, I guess, I guess it's just, it's just, that's just how it goes. It's just how it goes is if you're, if you're trying to do it in this city with this exorbitant rent and shit, you have to do both.
1: I mean, you know, whether or not we're, we're at the level of success we want to be, I, I want to be more successful. I'm pretty sure, you know, I don't mean to speak for you, but like, we're still no, I don't, doing I don't, want
0: to, I don't want to be more successful. <laughs>
1: okay. But like, where, wherever we're at, like, we're still doing shit. Right. And it's, we're, you know, how many people from when we met seven to eight years ago are still doing shit? How yeah. are we able to do this shit? Because we are able to live and do this shit. Um, There's something a, to be that's, said that's that. There's
0: something to be said for that uh, ability to at least withstand the storm. Like, maybe not, like, you know, maybe not have the dramatic highs and lows as some people get, where like they're on top and then they fucking crash and burn. But like, I think if you're playing the long game, uh, (laughs) it is the way to go just because, like, I don't know, I've been able to survive during the pandemic without like any dramatic financial insecurity and stuff like that. And I've been able to be creative during all of it. So I guess there is something to it.
1: Yeah, I, I'll say this in terms of like how I was raised. I like I was it, the two things that I'm that made me think of is um, I was raised in like a pretty well off environment, and I'm not. It's just like that's just what it was, and that's I'd how like, it is. Some I'd like to think I honor the values of like not taking that for granted and using what I was given to help the world as much as I can. Um, but thing I was raised around a lot of shitty private school kids, yeah, and uh, my dad. At one point – he said it multiple times, but he said it to me once. He's like, there's a difference between being privileged and being entitled. Yes. And that was a huge thing. That was a huge thing for me as a child. Um, That That
0: actually makes a lot of sense, yeah, because – Again, I was, you know, I was like, uh, like, I guess upper middle class, if that's, that was a thing when I was born. So I guess like middle class was a thing when I was born. It's dead now, obviously everyone's renting yeah. forever. Hey, but, remember that? <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember the, Oh, Hey, that's what they should do on the, I remember the aughts or I, I love the nineties or I love the, the aughts like those fucking shitty VH1 shows. It's like weird Al in front of a green screen going, remember the middle class. <laughs> that could yeah. be fun. That could be, very, <laughs> that could be real fun. But, yeah, so, like, I definitely I definitely came up with, like, a certain amount of privilege in the sense of, like, I was never hungry and, like, I was able to, like, get a car when I was 16 and things like that and things that I know that other people haven't been afforded in their lives and, like, I was able to go to college and stuff, state school, but whatever. But, like, you see people that are come from that same background but they have a different – worldview not even like like they have different like they just they see things completely differently and I think it's probably because they were raised to be entitled rather than privileged yeah is maybe what you're saying
1: yeah and the other the other thing that that's definitely fair and there's people like I'm like you were an idiot and you were coasting by and then you got into an ivy league school so go fuck yourself right um, there's people like that I was raised with the other thing like when you're talking about parents and how we were raised the thing that made me think of is when I started doing comedy because I was in grad school at the time and I left grad school to do comedy Actually, a better financial decision, which is, sounds crazy, but grad school is a fucking right. joke. Right. Um, but I remember I was home from break from grad school and I was just in like the living room with my mom. And I was like, you know, I know I've been doing grad school, but I now that I found comedy, I think I, want, I was sort of opening my heart to my mom uh, that this is what I want to do. And the first thing she said was, well, you need a plan B. Yes. Uh, and it was the kind of thing where she was right and she meant it from a very well-meaning place. But like I've just opened my heart about what I want to do with the rest of my adult life, and you're like, well, maybe it won't work out. And I was what like, if, what Fuck if you everything? Mom. Yeah, yeah.
0: What if ev- all you, your dreams, all your dreams, could be bullshit, Ethan? So uh, you should probably get like a resume, also. <laughs>
1: right. so I, I like I resented her for that for years, for years. Like at least like until like I moved to L.A., which was three years, sir. After I said that, right, I was pissed at my mom for that. But it drove me a little. Like it made me like it was a little bit of like screw you, mom. I'm going to do this kind of thing. But it's like you know, I got older, chilled the fuck out. But I appreciate the drive, but it, and I appreciate like the intention by it. But it was still like, you know, it was something that uh, motivated me. But she, she's accept like it's the kind of thing where it's not like my parents are like you shouldn't be doing comedy, you should be right. adapted. It's not like that. Kind adapted,
0: of yeah. They didn't do the typical stereotypical Jewish thing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like
1: we just want you to be happy and safe and secure. And if you can do comedy and also be happy and safe and secure, that's all that matters to us.
0: Yeah, I think I think my dad uh, uh, didn't uh tech like emotionally sign off on the idea of me pursuing the arts until i got my first uh consistent job in la like i had moved down here you know with my savings and and you know burned through that shit and i always had this thing in my early 20s and and stuff like if i ever had to borrow money from my parents i never got to get that money like it could have been a life or death situation i would sometimes get it but when i got it i never got it without a deep shaming of me not having my own money to pay for that thing in that moment, whether yeah. it was like a month's rent or whatever it was, uh, like when I was like 22, 23 or whatever. And so I think like just the, the inclination for me to avoid a shaming helped a lot in that regard. So like, I guess you can emotionally abuse your kids into being successful, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's also I like, mean, it's I, a thing I, they I need to learn. My, yeah.
1: For me, it was self-shame. I think that I took that, uh, Privilege oh, I, and I yes. title thing so, literally, that like so deep to heart that anytime it didn't, uh, I wasn't able to do that. Even though my parents were like, We just will help. We want everything. I'm like, No, fuck you. I'm a failure. I'm a I'm spoiled yes. failure.
0: That yes. kind of thing. No, yeah. So that, that, I
1: did that to myself a lot. But
0: yeah. That, you know what, Ethan? That's. Sounds exactly like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to 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 be your own worst critic in all aspects of life. Yeah, it sounds about Yes.
1: Right. That's about right.
0: Yeah. Um I yeah, I would say in closing on this topic, uh, uh oh damn, I had a thing earlier and then I forgot it. No, I got it. I'm sure I got it. But uh yeah, like the thing of like being pushed to do that and not really feeling supported until i think it's for me at least with my dad you know uh god rest his soul into god remember that um (laughs) uh, the thing with him was like as soon as he was able to like relax and stop worrying about me because he went through so much shit with my brother being into drugs and going to like rehab in mexico and all this stuff like as soon as he's like okay kevin's working in an office that's a thing he wears a collared shirt he can, he's going to be fine. Do whatever you want. I don't care. And like, that's when he was like, I want to come see your shows and like shit like that. Like, I want to, I want to come out and support yeah. your comedy thing because I know you're not going to fucking die doing this now. And I think that's how it came out eventually. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And speaking of not dying, doing I don't things, have anything more. that's, that's it. okay. Cause I'm about <laughs> to transition into break. It's perfect.
1: Uh- <laughs> well, great. then. Well,
0: great. To- well, Ethan, you can stick around, right? Yeah, I'll stick around, of course. Because we got a we got another guest coming up here uh, on Bleak Interview here in just a second. I'm very excited to get to know them. Uh, they're first timer on the show. Uh, don't know a whole lot about them other than they have very good taste. And their name is Roy Bluffs. Uh, have you heard of this Roy Bluffs before?
1: Sounds classy. Sounds like a classy person. So, a two-syllable
0: first rusty. and like a, a two-syllables total and a name like Roy yeah, Bluffs. Bluffs.
1: It's a, that's like a name of a fancy geographic location is a Bluffs. Whenever I don't know bluffs, how fancy like they,
0: bluffs. It's a are, lot of money first there. Of all, first of all, Ethan, I grew up next to some bluffs, and the amount of fucking Zima bottles and goddamn Natty Light cases well, you know, we that line on the we bluffs. We have
1: different bluffs experiences. Our bluffs yeah, uh, are very different. I'm bluffs. talking,
0: I'm talking Sacramento bluffs. You're talking like Niagara Falls or some shit.
1: Some, some, <laughs> something. Whatever. Point is. It's a name of a if – you, if your name is a location – it's a geographic location that indicates a certain level of humanity. I do
0: agree with you on that, and that's why I'm very excited. <laughs> Our upcoming guest, Roy Bluffs, really enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> and only Patreon subscribers will get to see that. But, uh, you know, so patreon.com slash review, Pay me money. Look at my face. Uh, so we're going to go to a quick break here. We will be back with more Bleak Interview with more Ethan Stanislawski and – the enigmatic Roy Bluffs after this. I stabbed a man in Reno with my friend Janet Reno's corpse. This isn't this is not alliteration. This isn't a vocal warm-up. This is bad. Uh <laughs> This is Bad here on Bleak and Review. Of course, we left all of that in because I am transparent with how bad I am at talking. I remain Kevin Anderson. Of course, joining me here in the co-pilot position is Ethan Stanislawski.
1: Thank you. That's what he sounds
0: like. And... And I'm very excited for our next guest here. I got to admit, I fucked up a lot of stuff about their uh, their intro in the last segment, but I know everything now, and it's fine. Uh, turns out they are a video game aficionado, and the name, of course, of this said aficionado is Roy Bluff, not Bluff yeah, senior, plural. Yeah,
2: it's just Roy Bluff. Roy Bluff. I, I got to say, Mr. Ethan Kaminsky, I was, I was listening to you earlier, and you said there was something very human. About having a last name this a landmark, I gotta thank you for that. I like to think that I'm one of the more human people to interact with non-human beings. The non-human beings, of course, being the NPCs
0: of the RPGs that I play. You got the NPCs, you got the RPGs, kinda, you got the, <laughs> you got the science scrolls, yeah. you got the top downs, you got the so, the games that remind you, of, I don't know what I'm doing. Hi, this, I feel so embarrassed, Roy Bluffs. Yeah.
1: I, Bluff. You got i I'll say Roy, I'll say this Roy, you got to you got, you, I know you're playing video games, but your voice indicates a man with a, a person with a story. Right? I mean, it's,
2: it's probably just because of uh, the drinking and the smoking. So every night, every night what I do is, obviously first I have a cigar. You light the cigar, wooden matches, gotta taste it correctly, and then you put the lid end into your mouth, because that's where you get the most flavor. That's how I always smoke my cigars. You, and you, you, go out you and light it. a
0: cigar up, and then you you, you you hunker down on the burning side? It's gotta burn. <laughs> I smoke it for the burn. So you're like one <laughs> of those cool people in college who puts the joint in their mouth backwards and then blows smoke into your face or whatever? It's a really specific genre that maybe isn't.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I, I did not that sounds like some Sacramento. <laughs> well, I went to school right? in San <laughs> Jose, I know
2: what you're referring to. It's called shotgunning. But yeah. also yeah. me, I just say, how dare you?
0: <laughs> Roy, I'm so sorry. I've already I've already uh uh not cast the proper deference to your status so much in this episode. I feel very bad. First of all, I want to just say canonically you're a man. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. okay. <laughs> That's going to be so much easier for me. All right. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. No,
1: Kevin just Anderson. because I host uh, a
0: certain podcast with somebody who doesn't identify with he, him pronouns. And I just wanted to make sure that
1: canonically I'm using the right pronouns much like, can can you say that? Can you can you use that to be a little more condescending in your tone there? Just oh, a little bit. Yeah, I uh, guess
0: I could, Ethan. I guess I could. Uh, my whole thing <laughs> was that I was going to make sure that I was doing the right thing, unlike all these other white men who don't give a frig about who they frig. Um, so, yeah, Roy, I guess you're a him. <laughs> anyway, Roy. So, yeah. yes, Roy, it's really nice. Roy, is Roy. Roy Bluff, it's so great to have you so here. So, anyway, uh, I go yes. into my
2: kitchen. I got my cigar.
0: You got a kitchen. And nice. Then
2: I got to sit down, you know, play my games. But yeah, I got, you got to get a drink first. So, I have to make myself drink. a jungle juice. I, I get a jungle juice. I, uh put it together in a bowl. I don't know what I put together in a bowl. Cigars. Exactly. Okay. So first I pull in, pour in a full bottle of four roses bourbon. Ah, then I, I pour see. in a full bottle of maker's mark bourbon. And then a full bottle of bullet bourbon. And then I pour in a bottle of Eagle Rare bourbon.
0: Anything else is just I four bourbon? Stir it together
2: and then I ladle it into a game a can of monster gamer fuel which I've cut the top off of (laughs) to now act as my jungle juice I was wondering at what
1: point at what point does the jungle juice enter and how is it just not like a a Kentucky juice which is just all the bourbons uh, Kentucky's got jungles Uh, yeah sure uh they've got swamps i, I, I had not even thought of it that way i've never been to there. kentucky
2: i'm not a kentuckian myself i really leave my
0: room uh roy, <laughs> roy it sounds like based on what you described uh you said you cut the top off of your gamer fuel right yes yeah let me guess is, is that a jagged cut it's not a clean cut from like a can opener right it's got like there's like you do like a knife just like a manual knife cut so there's a lot of pokies in it right
2: well, no, I don't like no? get
0: the tetanus. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You're all about Tetris, not tetanus. I haven't heard of that game. Wait. Wait hold on. That's like Tetris? one of the first
2: games okay, there is.
0: What, uh, okay.
1: That's like, you got a no, Game well, Boy. I'm, I'm not got much got for Tetris.
2: mainstream gaming. I yeah, Tetris gaming. is so mainstream.
0: <laughs> well, I'm curious because I just want to back up for a second because I'm a bit of a gamer myself. And Ethan, would you describe yourself as a bit of a gamer?
1: Yeah, I, I, I play oh, some games. I play
0: games um, I'm podcasting with yeah. two fellow gamer girls. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely, yeah. I've got a new, you yeah. might love this, Roy. I got a big old uh, PC set up now. I got a desktop rig going on. I am officially a gamer girl TM. Oh, okay, I
1: don't. You should kind to of dye your hair blue. And, I'm going to dye my uh, hair blue,
0: and I'm going to stream yeah, me being yeah. really bad at Apex Legends, which I just started trying to play today, and I'm having a hard time with. I'll, I'll, what Apex Legends? What's I that guess, one? That's a little too mainstream for you, I guess. Oh, oh, I guess it's yeah, a game you certainly okay. can't play right. after a four bourbon blend, certainly. There's too much stuff going on. So you make yourself... Hold on. I also want to talk about this Jungle Juice. Uh, jungle Juice typically is made in a big cooler for children, uh, but <laughs> you just... Pour a bunch of bourbons into a, a, a punch bowl, swirl it around, and then pour it into a jagged can. Uh, with a label. label. It's not a jagged can. I'll right, oh, right. have you know. Right, right. I forgot that part.
2: <laughs> I was The label right makes, makes a difference. If you were. Because there. I'm a gaming journalist. Oh, and you again, are? again, I face this disrespect. Yes.
0: I do love that we invited you on here for that reason, and I could barely remember that's what you do.
2: Uh (laughs) Yeah, it was a little hurtful,
0: Kev. Hey, I'll have you know. Thanks. I mean, we are very familiar already. I like it. Uh, But, Roy, I will say that... uh Yeah, you're already (laughs) going, Kev. Ethan doesn't even call me that, and we've known each other for eight years. Well, it only seemed right. I mean... I don't know. I thought maybe you were
2: being chummy, calling me Roy Bluffs with an S.
1: Yeah, I was getting a little colloquial with it. I was getting a little folksy. No, that's just ignorance to your name. I was just that was just he just did didn't know I'll you that also have all.
0: you know roy that i'm uh, in deference to your status i've gotten a little drunk on my own jungle juice over here so you know we're having a good time but so i'm curious you don't know about apex legends you don't know about tetris and as far as i'm concerned they're the two most popular current games out there so like when you sit down with your lit cigar in your <laughs> mouth and your uh your a can of gamer fuel with your bourbon blend in it what are you playing well a
2: lot of the times i'll sit down uh I'll kick back with my cigar, I'll poke the one toe out of the hole in my boot, and I'll play a round of Yume Niki, the Japanese RPG made in RPG maker from year 2006. Or I'll play, oh sometimes when I'm feeling competitive, I'll play the only the only fighting game I'm aware of.
0: Oh, no. I'll
2: play a game of...
0: No, feel free to check um, your
1: notes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I I'm starting to question no, no, no. honestly. I, mean, I think you may have just Wikipedia a couple of Ethan, we games cannot we cannot
0: and- uh invalidate the artistic process of what Roy is bringing to the table here. Roy is on their All own right. his own wavelength. <laughs>
1: Wait, way to use the wrong pronouns with I mean, the he. This is a, a weird new, day, li- weird new right. world we're living in.
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah. Sometimes if I the have only a fighting, ever, yeah,
0: the only fighting game you're aware of, of course.
2: Uh, yeah, Ultra Fight Da Kayanta Two. I hate you. <laughs> okay, no. Okay. You it's the, it's a so fighting game in which you, know you kill your opponent by making one attack. It's so you're hit once, you okay,
1: die. Just to, con- just to confirm, this this is the only game you know of, and it's two. So this is the fact that there's a game called two, not imply the existence of a but one. But there is no so one. So at least you should be aware that the one game exists. There no, is there no isn't one. The
2: first, they started with the second.
1: Whoa. Okay. It, no, I don't believe this. I, don't really I do. I will it.
0: accept it because well, look it up, the- Mister Evan Kaminsky. <laughs> yeah, Evan Kaminsky, not wow. to be confused with Evan Kessler. Wow, we're just- uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, Other friend
0: of the show who's also Jewish. Other jew fro Well, here's the thing. Ethan, I, Ethan, I am I am inclined to believe this because that sounds like the most pretentious shit I've ever heard, starting with a sequel. So, like, that sounds like something that I would believe Roy Bluff would be into is, like, a game that's like, fuck you, when we're I, starting with understand. two and you have to figure out why. We don't care.
1: <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out about Roy is he seems like a world-weary person, Emphasis but he on also the weary. Sounds like a hipster Emphasis douche. on weary. Very tired. But he looking. also sounds like a hipster right. douche. So I'm like, I've never heard a hipster douche of anything sound like uh, like an old man at a bar. Who a grizzle behind a, him. A A grizzled, like, grizzled barfly
0: you know, who's got their they're uh, basically a fixture at the at their their regular seat at the bar. I know what you mean.
1: Right. It's like the people who hipsters worship, but. You know, like an ironic, like detached way. But you are that, but also the hipster. So you're like throwing the sh- the shittiness back on the. He's sheet, the bridge between hollow. both worlds, no, really.
0: kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so, Roy, uh, uh, this—I uh, mean—you have very eclectic taste. Uh, when did you start getting into gaming?
2: Well, I see it all started about four years ago, Kev. Four. Jesus, you how see, I, are you? Uh, I started watching video game essays
0: okay. on the
2: YouTube. the YouTube. And then I thought, well, I can do that. I've heard that. of that. And so I've that's mostly that how of... I make my bread is I make video essays about video gaming essays, which I put out on Daily Motion every week.
0: Daily Motion? Isn't that the one with all the beheading videos?
1: <laughs> is it? Oh, I did not know that was a yeah,
2: thing. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they sponsor my
0: videos. The But not not Daily Motion, ISIS, right?
2: Yeah. ISIS sponsors yeah.
0: videos.
2: Look, see what you will about them. Right. They've, see just, life, they've seen life. the end of life. This is taking a turn. They've <laughs> seen life wriggling, struggling for freedom. And that is truth. That is arts. Yeah. And I appreciate they're, that. Yeah, they're
1: the only people and in real life that's violent with so, video so, games. But, <laughs> Sponsored by ISIS. Yeah, you got, you've see my ads.
0: So I actually, I feel like uh, in the press materials you sent over to the Bleak and Review Studios before this, I do remember clicking on a link. And at the beginning, because uh, it was about a 45-minute video essay on, I believe uh, it was uh, Dark Souls or something of the long – it was a Souls-like. I don't remember exactly which one it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. We don't have to get into the specifics because I have a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just remember at the <laughs> beginning of this video – that your two main sponsors were Squarespace and Isis is that right it was you were like by the way this video is brought to you by Squarespace if you want to build a website to showcase your beheading videos do it on Squarespace yeah that was a
2: mistake I um I shouldn't have done that
0: the squarespace <laughs> I, I, thing I, 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 the squarespace yeah, part right yeah, I, I, squarespace I didn't, I didn't
2: realize the following became with Squarespace, and I regret taking that sponsorship in hindsight.
1: So, wait, your problem with Squarespace is that there's too many people who use Squarespace, and it's like mainstream.
0: Well, I wouldn't put it in those terms. And a lot, not a lot of people using ISIS. Not many these days. No, no, the The ISIS wave has come and gone for sure. Uh, they are not getting the yeah. numbers they once were getting. The Middle East is totally it's, peaceful
1: it's, now. It's, there's no problem. It's, problems it's like the Gangnam East style.
0: It was like there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so so you, you, you do these you do video essays on games that you, you pick the games, it's all it all comes from the mind of Roy Bluff. You're not well, taking I, well, user I do video
2: essays about video essays. That's what I meant. Oh oh <laughs> like I'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I do video essays yeah, yeah, yeah. about video on essays on, that, on daily motion. So
1: Yikes I'll, I'll be
2: like watching like a Joseph Anderson or an H Bomber guy. Oh sure and yeah. then I'll be like ah yes. that. That editing was a little too clean. Notice that color grading on, on each bomber guy as he talks about
0: <sighs> Bloodborne, whatever that is. Wait, okay. Bloodborne <laughs> is not a mainstream <laughs> game. Like, only people... So, let me get this straight. You, you want Listed to hear
2: SAS. I gotta argue
0: with you on that one.
2: They call the genre... Born-like? Soulsborns. They call them Soulsborns, so Bloodborne is literally in the name of the genre. But you're going to act like it's not a well-known game. Okay, Kev. Anyway, that's my rant about that thing I've never heard about. Shut up. Don't question the logic here.
1: I'm going to question so much of that logic. um, Because you are watching video essays on popular games, but you are still not aware of popular games. Don't in the video essays, they explain what the popular games are? (laughs) Yes,
2: Ethan, yes. But there are two problems with what you've.
1: Thank you for getting my name. Yeah, right, anytime, Algebra. Uh, so. Algebra. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Algebra go is M-I-L
0: or whatever. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Roy. Tell us Tell us more. All Explain right, the logic right. and uh, the breaks therein. Well, see, the thing is, is
2: you, you start this video, and one, you forget that I'm very whimsical and hard to track, much like. I don't know, a folk singer who sings about weird hotels and prostitutes named after donuts or something. Whatever or, that would look or, like. Or a member of ISIS. <laughs> Hard to track. But also you're forgetting Tom, that I watch these essays.
1: And, Tom ah,
2: that might have been what I was alluding to. Who could say? And, um... Tom Waits is too mainstream for you. I didn't say I hadn't heard of it. I just said I could have been alluding to it. Who could say? Let's skim past it. This facade may or may not be based on it. Let's move forward. And also, cannot- the that you have to remember is that number one, I'm very whimsical and hard to pin down. And two, I start these videos, video essays. I start watching them. But then I have my jungle juice.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh. Your four bourbons in a broken can. So by the time you get to what the essay is about, you're too drunk and then you don't really remember. But you still review them. That seems I review like, the uh, essay. But, yeah, but you're drunk, so you don't remember the essay. What that seems like a lack of ethics like in video game essay journal,
2: journal- I just journal- remember journal. the way he was about it. Like, whether H-Bomber guy had too many jokes or if like Joseph Anderson got a little snarky or if uh manly badass hero got maybe a bit too esoteric while talking about these RPG maker games. Or
0: like Philosophy Tube talked about philosophy too much. I uh, See, I'm not aware of that guy, but probably. He, I think he talks about games sometimes. I don't know. I had a person staying on my couch that got me into that at some point and I just wanted to contribute.
1: All right. <laughs> Well, Roy, I gotta ask you: Do you have a Twitch stream? Because you seem like a you seem like a man with a story on a a Twitch stream.
2: Establish the canon. See, I, I I tried, I tried, but it seems that no place on my computer can I find an RBG hookup
1: to hook into a Ruth the- Bader Ginsburg hookup. <laughs> wow, well, I think some somewhere a, a B and a P are the have gotten confused I and. Mean, that small difference means Hey, uh life a v and AP definitely got
0: confused at the uh, uh the Gulf of Mexico. Remember the oil spill? I don't oh, think I even Jesus got the Christ. location, all right?
1: Right, Roy, I'm on your – Roy, you're the person <laughs> I hate the <laughs> least now. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm this trying to reestablish the
0: natural order of this podcast where I am the one that everyone casts aspersions okay, at. I want fair. you two to get along. Uh, so, so So let's let's talk about some of these uh uh what was the um what would you say is your crowning achievement in video game essay essays that you've uh, put out there? What was the most clicks, the most uh, sponsorship uh, uh, money, the or thing you're just most proud of so far in your in your storied uh, history? I would, I would
2: say it was one where I actually went off the books, broke my normal format, and just did my own observations on gaming as opposed to uh, as opposed to reviewing video essays and doing video essays about the video essays.
0: Sure, sure, sure.
2: It was um, a, a video essay I did called Ludo Narrative colon video games aren't supposed to be fun. Um, it was a sounds game- even
0: more <laughs> familiar to me. Than- <laughs>
2: it was an essay in which I, I dropped the word Ludo Narrative a few times so that you knew that I knew
0: what that word was. Yes. All and right. Then- I'm back to hitting the word.
2: If a game is fun, that means that you've, you failed as an artist right see games are supposed to be like pathologic and yume niki where like you just look around at stuff and feel stressed out and then you
0: kill yourself so are you uh i would imagine that you're definitely a fan of like i don't know maybe this is a little too mainstream for you but like hideo kojima games <laughs> i'm a fan of the man I can't say I'm familiar with his
2: work. I remember, you're mostly
0: from, You're mostly a fan I'm, of. The I remember work. there was a time okay. I was
2: very into Metal Gear Solid. I loved it. I loved it. Wait, what? And then what? And then a year. And then no. a year passed, and now I've never heard of it.
0: <laughs> you're the most. No, he's never heard of I, it anymore. I, I he's never podcast. heard of it
1: anymore. It's okay. I hate everything you are. I've never hated someone I've been on a podcast with more. I've probably been on a podcast with some monsters of human beings, but I hate you more. So, well, well you, here's the thing. You know here's what the Metal thing, Gear no. is. You know, you Roy, you fucking know no, what no, Metal no. Gear here's is. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing is that they used. To, he used to know what Metal Gear was, but now he's just a fan of Hideo Kojima's. Character names. That's it, right? It's not the games anymore. It's just the very bad much, names. Very much so, so. Like In the same way that I used to, used to
2: love Undertale, and now I haven't heard of it.
0: And then, yeah, yeah. Now Undertale got too cool, and now you've never even fucking heard of it, and you are like, "What are you talking about?"
1: Man, I wish you were in proximity to me so I could hurt you. Yeah, if only uh, it was. If only that if
0: was, was around game. the fucking corner, right? <laughs>
2: uh, I, but that you love some <laughs> kind of weird inside joke. I don't care for it.
0: But you love Hideo Kojima uh, character names, uh, despite the fact that you've never heard of any of the games that they're from. But like, yeah, because
2: like, I love uh, a good laughing octopus or yes. confused hippopotamus.
1: I watched. I watched my neighbor. If you are if you are subscribing to the to the Patreon now. You're just seeing me throw my. Yeah, arms this is and this is worth the money, uh, folks. Video. Uh,
0: but like, I just watched my neighbor beat Metal Gear Solid Four, a game you've never heard of certainly, uh, four times over. Now you've never heard of it four times, but uh, I was no, really I enjoying. Haven't. I was really like, enjoying like likewise. I
2: don't have opinions about how in certain boss fights, if you do the right thing, you get them into photo mode, and then the boss just like poses at you all sexy, and you take pictures of them. Yeah, what a is that? I even don't know about.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that certainly either. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like is that like a Pokemon
2: snap? But but for I do boss like I do situations? It's like Pokemon snack, but. Deeply Pokemon racist.
0: wait Pokemon snack Pokemon, Pokemon snack. snack that I'm sounds sorry, like I've had too much
2: to my jungle
0: juice. I, I Patreon <laughs> <and> listeners can <laughs> confirm that that is true. Uh, but also Pokemon snack sounds fucking nasty.
1: <laughs> like ooh, look at yeah, this thing Mewtwo. YouTube. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a promotion. Uh, that sounds like a promotional, uh, ta- like gummy episode tape ta- thing that they have it like uh, Squirtle flavored. Uh, what's the popper? You know, what yeah, I mean, the poppers, tushers. the squirrel Squirrels, doing squirt, poppers, squirt.
0: so he can have gay anal sex. What are you talking about? The fuck okay, are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about
1: like you're, I don't know, you're this, talking about like rap snacks. The
0: point is,
1: listen, Kevin. The point is, fuck, Roy no, and no, I want to. And I'm gonna have that.
0: to I, I'm gonna have to mediate here a little bit and uh uh I'm gonna mediate here a little bit in saying that I understand where Roy's coming from because I watched my neighbor beat Metal Gear Solid 4 last night, and I just love that there was another nasty character name in there, Big Boss, which sounds like a Dom. I love that. I love that name. Is that are you a fan of that one? Big Boss.
2: Well listen, as a chunky boss, know, I can't remember. As someone who doesn't know the well, series.
1: But but also
2: knows it very intimately from past days. Look, you have to understand that when you contextualize it, Big Boss was an important character because it represented an ascendance. This
1: st- you know this game! You know this game! You are aware of this game and everything that this I'm game is. I'm gonna subscribe about.
0: to the past life's theory here where like I think No, no I know I you do. do. I know I you that. reject any kind of Eastern philosophy, you prick, but uh <laughs>
2: Which reminds me of another <laughs> game that I wanted to tell you about, Eastern Mind. Oh, the, lost, songs- the Lost Songs of Tong Now from the creators who would go on to create LSD Dream Emulator.
1: Boo!
0: Okay, I'm on your side now, Ethan. (laughs) Those those are both real games. I just wanted to tell you about them. This is just
1: going to be me. I'm just giving Roy the finger for the remainder of this podcast however many minutes it goes. That's good money. I'm I'm, I'm pitching. I'm trying to make my friend Kevin money by just saying, hey, if you want to see me give the finger for like five solid minutes at this garbage character. Uh... Here
0: you go. I also like that one of your fingers has a really a little a dainty pinky extension going on with it. That's that's yeah, classy. I've,
1: I've got weird. You've established all right, all right, yourself now as now the I'm classiest person here,
0: Ethan. It's okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, I have standards. <laughs> well, now I'm setting like yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. Like a I monologue great
2: right for the beginning of one of my no, fuck <laughs> one of my little <laughs> one of my little RPG maker games. He was the kind of man who had a. Uh, uh-huh. One one British hand. As he gave you the finger. <laughs> a solely nah, British fisted man. Nothing uh, wrong with him that a hundred gill couldn't fix.
0: <laughs> now Roy, I want to circle back to something you said earlier about uh about the kind of games that you like to play and uh, the more obscure, the better, obviously you haven't heard of apex legends. You haven't heard of Tetris. You once knew about metal gear and now you cease to know about it. Simply. That's quite fine. Uh, But I want to say what would you say the most mainstream game like like that you've been into has been because like obviously there's there's some places where these sections overlap where like an indie breakout hit becomes a little more mainstream and maybe you forget about it a little bit. But like when is that when is it towed that line perfectly where you know what the game is, still, even though a couple other people know about it. Do you have anything like that, Kevin, or is it going to be a bunch of bullshit?
2: Kevin, I know the answer immediately. It's of course, As you a do. Full boyfriend. It's a dating simulator where you get to date a bunch of pigeons.
1: Now I have another question. This no, this okay. I want to talk more about this game. I want to turn. If only I could turn the corner and hurt you, Roy. Uh, if only that was a possible thing I could do. Only literally the next room over from me, Roy was there, and I could hurt him. That Roy, I have a follow-up question. I want to
0: ask more about this dating simulator for pigeons, but I also have to ask how many of your favorite games are dating simulators?
2: A good 70%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought so. That
0: I do believe. Something about you and, uh, in general, just the vibes you're giving off. Big weeaboo vibes, but also a bit of Tom Waits. You're like you're like the the angry white man's version of an Asian girl.
1: <laughs> I will, yeah, I will say this: there's a lot of YouTube video essayists who are completely unfuckable. But Roy, you may be the least fuckable in the class of unfuckable humans. Well wow. strong words. That's, that's, <laughs> so you have to you have to date you have to simulate dates because you never get. That any. is true.
0: What is your love life like right that's now? Just, I guess we should get into that. <laughs> Do you have a significant other? Do you have a yeah, significant other, uh, uh, paramour of some sorts, Mister Roy? Uh, yeah, yeah, Hell I yeah. do. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm, I'm her. Okay, best. let's hear
1: it, Roy. Let's
0: hear Tell it. Tell me about her
1: <sighs> or him her, or them. Her name, fuck. Her, <laughs> her name is Kevin. You're trying too hard. Anyway, go
2: on, Roy. Her name is Rei Ayanami. She's seventy percent down feather.
1: Wait no no Roy no. Why did I give Roy the time of day there? That's on me. That's my fault for. I just Roy assumed this wasn't
0: going to be a pillow. That's on both of us. <laughs> unless you're seventy
2: percent down on this. Unless How dare 70%. you seventy percent down on this.
0: I, I love it. her. He loves me. How how do you and this is this is what I'm curious about because I've 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 been fascinated with this concept a lot body pillows and whatnot. Uh, how do you know that she loves you?
1: Yeah, can a can a pillow consent? Can is a pillow capable of consent? Well, I can tell by the look in her eye, the one that's drawn on. It's the same look. The pillow it doesn't have like moving eyes—it's the same look. It comes from the factory. And also, I don't
0: know her the way I do. Well, well, yes well I, I do—I well, I hate, okay. hate to say this—but I can see on the Zoom call here in the background, I could see your your wife pillow, and I can see that look in her eyes, and it looks pained and concerned. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it looks—it looks like if she could blink, she would. If she, was, like, if she was—if she could uh, blink, she would be doing Morse code for "Get Me Out of Here." But she can't blink.
1: It also looks like in a certain area there's a little bit of uh, feather coming out, possibly from overuse. I'm not sure. Yeah, fe- and straight uh, up
0: feather. We're not talking about like down something. Yeah. It looks like there's like os- right. osprey feathers coming out of it.
2: Listen here, Emmanuel. You <laughs> also have crazy disaster of abuse. We all age. Aaron.
1: Yeah, Aaron or or whoever you may be. We do all Aaron's my brother's name, actually. So you're you're in the ballpark for that one. But again, why am I giving you the time well, the of reason day? We're giving, well, the reason we're
0: giving Roy Bluff the time of day, just establishing your name again so I don't forget, uh, <laughs> is because you are well uh, – uh, well, I'm assuming because you uh, your press kit looked very impressive. I'm assuming you're well-received for your video essay essays. Do people give a shit or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I. I'm – I fulfill a niche.
2: I'm within, you know, the gaming. It's a bit of an underground. It's a bit of, you know, it's for, for the gamer who plays for the art of it. Because they right. want to experience life through a new lens. Right. Not because they're here to score points or win. Have, or have fun. Yes. Yeah,
1: they're there to finish. And the, so, yes, fun. I, I have I
2: dozens nerd of nerd. viewers.
0: There you go. So honestly, that's, I was going to shit expected. on that, but I was also going to be like, that sounds comparable to my Patreon subscribers. So like, word up, fam. Like you do you. But also you're, you're
1: a decent oh, human being. Jesus heaven, Christ. So that, that's the that nicest that, thing android. you've
0: ever said to me, Ethan. That's very kind of you. Uh,
2: How dare you? All, all I've okay, done right. is play video games, right. talk about them, and sit comfortably in my room with my jungle juice and my wife pillow. <laughs>
1: Roy, I just want to—I want to recommend a game to you. I know—I know you probably haven't heard of it, but if you don't—if you like games that are miserable uh, and have been compared to the Schindler's List of video games, have you heard of The Last of Us Two? Sh- I, I know, know you, know you high, haven't you heard of the first one, one but you've maybe heard uh, of the
0: second one. I don't-
1: I don't yes, know
2: it's I. I've heard of it. I I haven't heard of it. I've oh my God, Roy is bleeding. Roy is bleeding it.
0: from the nose. It's it's, it's yes, a deeply sad, unpleasant game, but also it's forehead. in
2: the mainstream.
0: God. Uh, oh no, this is clearly Anthony oh, said horns. that I'm human and
2: I'm. Whoa, wait, wait, uh, wait, overloading like a
0: robot. Horns are protruding from <laughs> his scalp. Right, look. Hold right, look Oh. Big reveal, big reveal, big reveal. Whoa!
2: My name's Adam. Dad? And I I got kicked. My name's Adam. Okay. My name's Adam. I got kicked out of a Marvel versus Capcom tournament. I lost really fucking hard. Adam! And then everyone said that I was quote unquote insufferable. And they kicked me out. And I figured out that, like, hey, maybe if I. What if I'm bad at video games, but I just don't give a shit about games? I just like art now. And that makes me better than you. Fuck all of you. And fuck you for talking shit about my wife, Ethan.
0: I I was definitely the the one who did did it, but also... (laughs) We both didn't
1: respect your pillow, but... Listen, Adam, Adam. I I just want to say, I'm I'm trying to be sympathetic here, because uh, Roy's a douchebag, but maybe Adam is not. Uh, But here's the thing, I feel like... You know, you got kicked out for being yeah, uncomfortable. Like I, all I did
2: was uh, I lost, and then I just said what was true. I don't think women should be allowed to
0: vote.
1: Okay. I okay, was wait, gonna, hold on. See, this is a big third act twist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't – I mean I should have gathered from the fact that you fuck a pillow that you're not great with women, but <laughs> this is big. So you lost, and you were playing all male characters in your Marvel vs. Capcom thing, I'm imagining. You probably had like Cyclops, Cable – Actually, you know, you definitely yeah, had, you had a cable. Be you had a cable. S-
1: you just played Cyclops. I just I don't I, imagine, imagine yeah, cable sentinel play, swer- like, serve
0: bot. <laughs> yes, I of course. I fail to see the point. No, it's
1: just, it just means you're toxic. Because that's fine. But uh... <laughs> listen, wow. Listen, okay, yeah, okay. If, if uh, okay, so I actually want to go back to Roy. Can you go back to Roy? I, don't I, Roy feel, like, I don't feel, feel like I feel
0: like
1: Ethan. We're getting a look into the. Oh no!
0: the horns went back in.
1: Yeah, we got uh, He's got he's got the horns
0: <laughs> went back in and he's back to eating cigars. <laughs> Don't eat the whole cigar, that's horrifying. That's bad for you. Yeah, they say that the
2: last bit of luck in a cigarette or cigar is in the butt end. And that's why you gotta crush it. Not me though. Me? I sop it
0: out but then I eat it. Right. Every last little bit of it. Every last little bit of it. You got a little New Zealand in there for a second. I like that. No. Every no, bit.
1: Every no. bit. Listen, and listen. Then I return to playing the I, claymation
2: I, I, classic game Dujana.
1: Okay, I don't care about that anymore, I, Roy. I have a question. Um, because say what you will about <laughs> you, um, I say what ask, you will about you, but does Roy? Think that the women's suffrage movement is yeah valid.
2: absolutely
1: okay. Roy Wait, is, okay, that is true, but also like, right. is that like a current movement? <laughs> I feel
0: like that's been resolved. Does Roy think that well, women? Should... You're right,
2: though. Okay. You were, like, so you, you mean right like back like in the day. The,
0: you're like Roy is on board with the legacy of women getting the right to vote.
2: Roy I
1: think is I think on I think board that we with spend the 19th more time like America. talking
2: about you know women's rights and equality and. Frankly, rape culture, like it's a problem. Boom. I uh, and, uh, Ro-
1: and as I a man a who spots something that is incapable of, 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 of its head.
2: story-driven games. Uh-huh. And I'm just waiting for someone to slide in my DM so we can talk about that.
0: Now, I want to have a quick sidebar with Ethan. Uh, do you mind taking your headphones off for just a moment, there, Roy? Oh, look at that, fully work. Yeah. Now, Ethan, like, look, I know that Roy's kind of insufferable and stuff, but it sounds like, honestly. Adam is way worse. And if this weird multiple personality yeah. dissociative split is helping them think women are people, then like maybe we just go along with it for the rest of the segment and just kind of indulge Roy as like, you're annoying, but you're not yeah, a monster. But, okay.
1: But Kevin, he's still. You know, he still, still sucks. Like, no, don't worry. He still, still sucks. Face, I, I, him. I hate terms. him. I hate him. No, but no, I'm just, I'm just. I hate him, but I don't
0: want to hit him. if
1: he's like one bad breakup away. Well, who's his- he going to break up with his pillow? Yeah. I, I mean i want to hit him still yeah but I, he seems like someone who could who i didn't have an object would break up with him if anyone do would you, do it do you think would. we should have him put his headphones um, back on and ask time. how the
0: relationship is going and see if that's on the rocks because if he's on the rocks with the pillow okay yes, let's do that. Uh, i'm gonna let's go use hand around. symbols to indicate that roy should put their headphones back on head his headphones back on certainly this is tough uh roy so hey so hey me and ethan were just talking about our favorite movies but um uh what do you how are things going with your pillow I am pretty well.
2: Okay. Sometimes good.
0: she nags Right. I mean, ain't that, that
2: the way? Pretty good. Okay.
1: Ain't that the way? The old ball and chain, right? Yeah. Yeah. The old ball and down. Uh the ball
2: and chain. Although admittedly much later as she is made of feathers.
0: Yeah, have you I imagine I see that you're currently chained to the pillows. How's that work with errands and stuff? You kind of show up at Ralph's with a pillow dragon behind you and stuff. Is that kind of how it goes?
2: Oh goodness, no! I I do not leave my room. I oh, right, strictly grubhubbing. That's true. Strictly
0: grubhubbing, man. That's a pretty good episode. It's <laughs> expensive though. Wait, what are you saying, Ethan? I'm sorry. Strictly grubhubbing.
2: I stay in here with my with my TikTok like light expensive. And being only
1: exclusively. <laughs> yeah. So subscribe to that Patreon so you can see a weird light effect that Roy just did. If nothing comes out of this piece of shit character, uh, Kevin's going to hey, get some money out of it. Hey, so that's what's
0: capitalism happen. prevails. Trick your friends into doing weird stuff. Uh- <laughs> Now, Roy, I'm curious, uh, like we've talked a lot about what kind of games you're into. And like I said, I'm a gamer, but maybe I'm not a gamer on your level. But I am getting into this culture of high art video games. And I will tell you about a game that I played recently for my other podcast called Fun Hinged. Um, and it's maybe it's something on your radar. I'm curious what your thoughts on it are or if you've made any contact about uh, content about it. Have you ever played a game called Doki Doki Literature Club? If you're not familiar, it's a uh, dating
1: sim a that becomes horrible. Oh, no! Wait, 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 wait! He said he said so about so clearly, the thing about Doki
2: Doki Literature Club. It was a it was a wonderful game. Was until I found out that Dan Salvato, the creator of it, uh, before doing this, he used to uh, mostly make edits of some bullshit called smash brothers and that was his bread and butter and so
1: you now i don't know s- what you're
2: talking about
1: you've
0: heard of wait so because he made smash bros videos which you
1: because he made a game you don't know exists because it was too mainstream you no, don't respect that it's not even that he doesn't respect it, it. it's that he
0: doesn't know what it is anymore
1: oh now he doesn't know what it is man right.
0: it must be div- it must be you so complicated to be you roy
1: I'm actually. Here's the thing. I'm. I. I. I hate that I have this thought. Do I want to get re, re, revoke women's right to vote just so Roy will go away?
0: Well, I mean, uh, it's not that Adam has any power. We can have the problematic guy come back, but I don't know how we got him the first time. I think the first time we just berated him until he became Adam. Should we try that?
1: Oh, but but that's yeah. Let's hey, that.
0: hey, uh, hey, uh, thin okay. lips. <laughs>
1: Wow, well, that hey, seems Your girlfriend sucks and she always sucks. Um and I I I hate your existence. I want to do violence on you. Hey, I hope uh, your girlfriend I you don't your, know
2: why. You... I yeah,
1: hope your yeah, girlfriend's
0: yeah. not getting jealous right. by right. I hope right. your girl, I hope your girlfriend's not getting jealous by seeing my comforter. Get
1: off my comforter. No, no, no. It. Adam, Adam's back. Stop it. Okay, Adam's back. Adam. Stop okay. it. Adam. Stop
0: Adam. it. Adam, we've stopped.
1: Stop Adam, it. Adam, oh my god,
0: Adam. Stop it. Oh wait, no, Adam. Now is Adam a robot? Did I think Adam is Adam? bleeding from the eyes now because Roy was bleeding from the nose earlier. Now Adam's bleeding from the eyes.
2: Yeah, it yeah. hurts a lot. It hurts a lot.
0: Now, Adam, I just have to ask this real quick of Fuck you. Fuck before- you guys. You guys are bullies.
2: You guys are toxic.
0: Oh shit, man. I really, I really don't want to deal yeah. with Adam. I really don't yeah, want to deal with Adam at all. Adam sucks. <laughs> Adam, can you take your headphones off for a second? <laughs> yeah, Kevin, if you could. Ethan, Ethan, I think fuck Adam. I think fuck Adam. And let's just uh let's get Roy
1: back. Let's see what he's trying to uh promote. We, no, wait. Can we What? Kevin? Can we just shoot this person? I don't know. I mean one of us we is just, definitely closer. We're just I don't know. We're on a podcast, so it's hard. I I I would Can we yes um can we can we Grubhub them some strychnine? Is that a thing we can do? Uh, I think that may be a thing. We Grubhub them some food. We say we're we we forgiven you, and then we make sure that they put arsenic or strychnine is that a f- in their is food that a, in his food. And is that, that a thing that Grubhub is offering? That's like a, a you can do it as a side. You can do it as like an add on. You can pay a buck fifty, and there's arsenic in the food. uh let's right, do well, that. we're
0: either gonna kill this person or we're gonna. Locking or we're gonna shit. have them yeah. revert to their uh, PTSD-based alter ego and just ask them what projects they're excited about coming up. Do you want to do murder or do you want to do promotion? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do, do, do plugs, plugs and then uh, I'm, uh, I'm, let's mur- I'm not completely. Yeah, I'm not completely not sold on the murder. So, like, let's do plugs and then see if we can trick this guy into killing himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna do the new universal sign for it's okay to put your headphones back on. Okay, Adam. Hey, can we get Roy back?
2: Hey, hey. um, really? I I, don't know, I was just hanging out with my replica revolver ocelot, Yakuza revolver Zero, with single <laughs> bullet in it. Yakuza Zero, Yakuza like Zero, spinning the barrel,
0: oh, doing cool.
1: Like, really cool cool tricks with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to trigger. I'm trying to trigger yeah, yeah, Roy yeah. to come uh, hey, back. Hey, I know. uh, How about this? What well, with Yakuza Zero, No, no, no. the critically
0: acclaimed game? Fuck from it is Sega. Critical. Damn it. It just seemed so, like some bullshit you'd like. So
1: i so so Adam. <laughs> yeah, let's Adam
0: here's,
1: Adam here's a fun game. Um, I, I, have you heard of um, uh, six bullet Russian roulette? It's like Russian roulette, but then you shoot six times at once.
2: Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's try it. Let's try it. Well, well, I'm also, gonna play, I'm gonna gonna play revolver ocelot
0: style. You want to play revolver ocelot style? Well, I got really big news for you. Are you excited for this? Take take a look. Take a look under your seat. Take a look under your seat. Oh my god! Oh my neighbor's dog. That was. (laughs) I want to say that that's
1: the fastest. That's the neighbor's dog. That's the fastest
0: I've seen somebody go from discovering a gun under their seat that we planted before the episode to accidentally missing a suicide shot and killing their neighbor's dog. (laughs) Okay. Well. I hate to retcon you there, Kev, but I oh, did explicitly say it was my replica revolver, Oslo thing. It was a Melgar solid reference, right? And I definitely talked over that because there's some lag.
1: Which <laughs> is a game. Okay, Adam knows that game. Adam knows that game yeah, without easily. YouTube. Adam, I'm is so very
0: I'm so sick of Adam. I'm so sick of Adam. I wish he had shot himself with in that instead of that dog. Uh, <laughs> but I don't want Roy. I don't on want you too.
1: You know, but that's just because dogs are better. Dogs are better than Adam. That is true. Like I would rather shoot, I would rather like me get shot than a dog. That's what I'm saying. Oh well, that's Ethan, if saying, you look under course. your seat, if you, look, second, Ethan, I'm if you look of of under shit. your seat. <laughs> oh jeez! All right, let's
0: do uh, this. And of course, look <laughs> at oh, that! Look, look, look at this. that! It's a uh, from the certain angle that I'm seeing it, it looks like a bottle of Windex because <laughs> that's what's in the background. <laughs> hey, let me just drink that. <laughs> oh, now of course bottle, Ethan's going happens. to die in moments here, which means that we simply have to be at plugs. Yes. <laughs> Before Ethan succumbs to yeah. Windex poisoning Which is in the DSM-5 I don't know why it's in the DSM-5 uh, But uh, we've, We're of course uh, This episode of Bleak Review is coming out On uh, Friday, April 2nd So happy April to everybody uh, We did it, we made it to this month uh, I'm going to start uh, over here With uh, the the, the soon to be deceased From Windex consumption Ethan Stanislawski. What is going on online or otherwise That you want people to know about?
1: Yeah, you can follow me. I mean, it will, I won't be posting because I'll be dead. Wait, but you, you can follow me at Ethan Stan Comedy on Twitter. Pos- and you know, and like send moving tributes, you know, that kind of thing uh, to Ethan Stan Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, you can follow my sketch team, Night Church. That's at Hale Night Church on all the things. Um, if you are have a bag of money to throw at an animated pilot, uh, slide into my DMs. Uh, but obviously, I won't respond because I'll be dead. But Very you do like, have that
0: thing have. set up where somebody's going to take over your accounts once you're see- deceased.
1: Do you know who that yes. is?
0: Is it somebody hilarious?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah, no. Oh, it's bummer. It's high school. Uh, who's who's having a baby, so she'll be distracted from responding to your All right.
0: So like look forward asshole. to that uh, vaguely inactive account in the future, everybody. <laughs> now uh adam slash roy bluff obviously we've got the video essays or does does adam not do video essays we never even established that
2: who cares
0: oh Ro- thank fucking god roy is back
1: well, roy's the back.
0: Crosstalk is going to be way no, less excuse. intense
1: i'm glad i only have seconds to live i'm glad i only have seconds to live because it's fewer seconds than i get to spend with roy no, roy's great we roy's hey, great. We we have have roy.
0: abuse,
2: but you're the guest he's very rude
1: yeah i know adam was terrible i
0: agree Uh, but Roy, obviously we've got these, uh, meta video essays, these, uh, uh, double plus good video essays that are coming out. Uh, people could check that out. Is there anything else you would like to promote or plug here in this moment?
2: Sure. I, um, I keep submitting articles. I don't know if they've picked them up yet, but if you go over to kicking and screaming, um, hopefully one of these days they'll submit one of my articles I keep talking with this guy Hollis Black he he oh yeah this guy Uh, yeah
1: this guy oh wow (laughs) canon I
2: don't know if you guys know but non-binary people they can use like many pronouns that's
0: part of the deal that's gonna be so much easier for me in the future (laughs) it's almost
2: like it's almost as if Hollis has been saying that to you from jump or something (laughs)
0: No, I don't think it's come up. I block out a lot of stuff.
1: Uh, I often get really drunk happy, and I just uh, say Trans Visibility Day. Happy tra- I'm going to bookend this podcast by Happy Transvisibility Visibility Day. I started it and now I'm ending it with that, <laughs> which is my place to do. <laughs>
0: so yeah, Hollis Black is on there though. Yeah, Hollis is putting some articles out on King, kicking and streaming.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. can find them on. Hollis is great. You I can like find Hollis. them on Twitter at it's Hollis Black. They never post. Likewise on Instagram, and likewise they never post.
0: Solid plug. Sounds like you don't like this person. Is that, well, <laughs> it's, it's
2: fine enough person. They introduced me to this publication, which I'm trying to get articles on, which they se- now have articles on.
0: You do seem um, like a good fit for that place. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find all us over there. They seem to have an outright disdain for social media, so it seems kind of pointless to follow those
0: accounts. But you can try. Follow it for brag brag points. Like, just be like, oh, I follow Hollis Black, you know? That's how it works. Uh, And as for me, everybody, of course, uh, you can follow me on all the things at KB Anderson. Yo, you could follow this podcast for. Thank you. Uh, You can follow.
1: (laughs) That That seemed like an Adam. Adam That seemed like an Adam, I think. That's another move. That is another move. Yeah. Uh, you
0: can follow this podcast at bleak Pod if you want. I don't really post much there other than the episodes, but hey, if you don't s- subscribe to it uh, on the fees and you want to know when episodes are out, do that there. Uh, of course, you can also go to patreon.com slash bleak and review to get lots of bonus content, including video footage of this bullshit that we just did and other podcasts such as fun hinged with the aforementioned Hollis black and we actually have a recent episode out there with the aforementioned Ethan Stanislavski, in which we review the terrible film, The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Uh so go check that out if you're curious. Five dollars a month gets you
1: Adam probably likes that movie. Adam probably I don't loves know the that Adam movie.
0: or I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't claim to know the
2: kid, but I can tell you that I I once remember that movie and it was near and dear to my heart. Before I forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah you
0: loved how bad it was because because it was so bad. You were like, nobody else likes this. I should like it. But then it got a cult following and you didn't know what it was anymore. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's... I wouldn't... Cool. I have oh, got, got like 50 We're ending this... Yes. We're, we're ending this so Ethan can uh, call his mother before he dies. Uh, but that is once again patreon.com slash bleak review. No, literally the moment this podcast
1: ends... Went up my right, no, yeah, no. we do. We so, have a, we have a. Uh, it's a speed
0: like situation where if this podcast goes below twelve riffs a second, then he, Ethan will die. Uh, and so, of course, in that, uh, uh, in our classic fashion, I will ask you, Ethan, say goodbye to everybody. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Roy Bluff, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I'm Gavin Anderson. this has been Bleaker Review. We will see you next week. Continue to absorb content! <laughs>